Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coach Association show. I am Mike McGivern. My co-host is Scott Holler. He's the AD and head baseball coach at Oak Creek. Our guest, uh, the last two segments, uh, Scott Dofick, head baseball coach at UWM. Hey, Scott, uh, that first segment that Scott Holler and I talked about UWM baseball a little bit, he made a point to say, hey, look, uh, Scott Dofick, has, he doesn't shy away from playing the big boys early on. And looking at... at how this year started before everything got shut down. You know, you started with Illinois and had a chance to to see a, a Menominee Falls kid, Ty Weber, pitch, who um, looked pretty good that day. And, and so did your pitcher, a kid from Appleton. But then Wake Forest and Seton Hall and, 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 and Sacramento State and Oregon. I mean, you guys start the year all the time trying to play against some of the best baseball uh, colleges in the country. And... You know, these guys have been on the field for a few weeks and maybe longer and in and, and some warm areas where they've played a lot of baseball by the time you, you start playing them in February. And difficult for your kids, I think, to, to get off to a good start, correct? Yeah, it can be. Um, you know, there's no way to simulate baseball uh, short of being outside and competing and playing. And obviously, you know, in Wisconsin in February, we're at a little bit of a disadvantage there. A little um, bit. But you know what? We signed up to be a Division One baseball program, and that means I'm trying to get to the College World Series. And so we got to go compete. We got to go play the best teams we can. And I and I know that. Okay, we're UW Milwaukee. You typically don't see a school like that at Omaha. That's the goal. And if we if that's not our goal, we're wasting our time. And I'm not here to do that. So I want I want these guys to be exposed to the very best. And and I think when you are, you you know you've got a better chance to. To really learn and and progress your your game and develop, and you know once you have an opportunity to get some experience under your belt, um, you've got a chance to go compete against anybody. I think, and I and I think we've proven that over the years. Um, you know, this year's team in particular was super super young, and so I was expecting to to go out and and 
I wouldn't say struggle, but to, to go out and learn, you know, a lot of learning. And um, we had 18 or 19 players that had never even played at this level. So that was going to be a tall task. Um, but I was excited in the direction we were headed. And, and that's why I go play those teams. And, you know, when, when you're a baseball player, you want to play the best. If that's truly who you are, you want to be in the big leagues, well, that means you got to go play against guys that are big league players. And, you know, so a lot of those guys uh, around the country are really, really good players. And that's, that's the objective here. How can we get better? How can we develop? How can we compete? And how can we someday find ourselves, you know, in a super regional and, and potentially in Omaha? And that's the goal. Coach, was uh, how excited were you guys to to also move over to uh, the Milkmen Stadium this year? Was that something that that you know you were really looking forward yeah. to? I gotta imagine it was. Oh gosh, what a shame! I mean, we we've worked so hard to get to that point, and I can't tell you how many years <laughs> and meetings and I mean just mm-hmm. a thousand things to get there. And and when we got there, we spent uh, pretty much three or four days there um, of the week in the fall, and it was just outstanding i mean first class across the board and our guys loved it and we were excited to open that thing up and unfortunately you know this whole um coronavirus hit and that's disappointing but uh, we're going to get there we're going to be patient and and we're going to turn that thing into someplace exciting to go watch baseball no doubt we're talking with scott dolphick he's the head baseball coach at uwm hey scott um uh, cory and ty everybody's doing okay yeah, Kara, your wife, everybody's healthy and, and uh, yeah, doing well? Everybody's doing well. I think everybody's trying to figure out how to coexist here right now. Um, <laughs> like every so any, place. Any, <laughs> any positive sign we can see in the morning, we, we, we're excited and hoping, hoping the next day looks even a little bit better. But uh, what, yeah, uh, what, everybody's doing well. The age of your daughter and son, are they high school age? Or are they are they? No. Um, my son is a senior at UWM, so he is. 22 years old and my daughter is 24 actually she'll be 25 here this week so um and she's in grad school um so yeah i'm that that proves i'm old well it (laughs) you know what it uh yeah i guess it does i can't even say good things about that coach what the heck i'll just (laughs) leave it 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 i will i will leave it at that hey um coach last question before we have to cut you loose um the the recruiting class that you have coming in uh, then and and hoping to have come in for for next year. Um, yeah. Where where are you with with that? Are there are there any kids from you know this area that you feel pretty good that you got a shot at? And we don't have to name names because I I don't know what the the rules say that we can't say and can't say. But wondering yeah. if if feeling pretty good about uh, the incoming recruiting class. I feel really really excited right now about the guys we have coming in. Good. I think we've got a couple of good um, freshmen, and then we've got uh, four or five uh, transfers, grad tran- two, three grad transfers and, and two junior college transfers coming in that um, I feel like, super excited about. I think with, with a couple of the grad transfers, we've got to get through the summer without them signing professionally, so it's going to be close. Okay. Um, okay. Mid-'90s guys from Oof. down south, one's from Notre Dame, one's from Louisiana Lafayette. And actually, there's a, we've got a Division three kid coming from St. John's University in Minnesota who's been up to 99 miles an hour. So it's going to be we'll, – we're going to see what happens here. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. down to the wire if we can get, if we can get him on campus. But, uh, hey, hey Coach. Way, it's Coach Wagner. Yeah. Coach Wagner taking all the credit for that. I've gotten to know him pretty well over the, the, the pandemic. 
Has he done a good oh, job man, with that? He, Has he been out recruiting? Oh, he's fantastic. I mean, that guy is yeah. a tireless worker. He's a, uh, he, as a player yeah, was a great teammate. Was a was a great player himself, and and um, right. all those traits that you want in a good baseball player, he's turned into being a, a fantastic coach and an excellent recruiter. And and more than anything, yeah, him and I, phenomenal human being. Coach, yeah, Bigler him and well. I have gotten to know each other going doing uh doing some zoom meetings and stuff he's hopped on and you know just you yeah. know, picking his brain has been fantastic really uh really like uh, sean and everything he's doing hey coach if that division three kid that brings it 99 i heard he's a little bit wild so if you need somebody to stand in batting practice coach holler would be your guy <laughs> you, you get him in and you tell yeah. you tell coach holler to get to get right up on the plate there young man God, you feel good with that? You feel comfortable? No, yeah, no, no. If it was like seventy nine, maybe seventy nine, maybe. But I'm, no, I'm not good with the ninety nine. If if you got a church softball pitcher, I'm your guy, Coach Duffy. Yeah, I'm, I'm your guy. But other than that, I'm not getting ninety nine. No chance. Hey, we really well, appreciate we'll, your time. We'll see. We'll see. Well, good. You know what? I'm hoping that uh, that that happens and. And look, your first season uh, was supposed to be this year over at Milkman Stadium, but next year, um, I, I hope that you know the crowds are really good and people get yeah. behind uh, Milwaukee baseball and uh, and yeah. show the appreciation that I know a lot of people have for the hard work and the sweat equity, Scott, that you've put in over the years for that program and and the love that you have for that uh, that Panther that's on the front of your jersey. So we really appreciate your time. Um, hang in there uh, with with uh, everything that's going on. Be nice to your wife. Hold hands every chance you get. And uh, look at me trying to be a, you know, I'm a shrink on the radio, pal. That's what I play. So marriage counselor. Hey, one thing I want to leave with you guys is yep. I just want to thank the WBCA for, for everything they do. It's just a, a first-class organization, and uh, we're so fortunate to have Scott and, um, you know, the compadres leading the way. This guy's just yeah. doing an amazing job. And it's a thankless job at times. Appreciate so thank that. you guys for everything that you do for the state. It's, it, uh, it's not, it's not unseen. Boy, well, Scott, thanks for that, saying coach, that. And, yeah, that, is, that means a lot. Appreciate it, coach. And, uh, can keep at it and, uh, looking forward to, to bringing our guys over to watch you guys at Milkman Stadium. Super excited about that. Yeah. Outstanding. You guys have a great day. Yeah, you as well. All right, thanks, Scotty. We're going to get to a break. Our other side of the break, head baseball coach at Whitewater will join us. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, I am Mike McGivern alongside Scott Holler. He's the AD and head baseball coach at Oak Creek. Our next guest, the head coach at UW-Whitewater and 2019 Racine County Sports Hall of Fame. I think that's really cool that he was uh, ducked in and watched that video this morning hey john congratulations on that i th- i being a high school basketball guy I, I think that's just a wonderful thing and congratulations must have made you feel pretty good going into the sports hall of fame down in racine county yeah it, it was it was a special night and i appreciate everything uh and all the people that put that on yeah i i was uh i was impressed with the video um that that i watched and thought man 
that had to be a really good night for for you and and uh, certainly your family, everybody that was involved in that. And I thought, wow, that's uh, that's good stuff. Hey, coach, same question we asked Eddie Morgan, and same question we asked Scott. You know, this is different for all of us. But I, you know, when was the last time you were at home in the spring like this? It's got to be really odd for you. It's quite different. I'll tell you a quick story. I, I've been able to do things I typically don't do in the spring, you know, like cut my lawn and trim my, my sure. bushes. And uh, <laughs> as I was doing that, I was uh, really critical of the homeowner that has been living there for the last 20 years, and I realized <laughs> it was me. So, um, you know, so it's, 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 been a, it's been a experience. I prefer that. My lawn was neglected for another spring, but as it turns out, I, I've been at been able to get to some projects I've not done in the past, and and I just you know like all the coaches feel bad for our. Boy, that's I'll tell you what that uh, that's awesome that you were you know getting out there and getting it done. Hopefully, this will be the last year you'll ever do that in the spring for a long time. Hey, coach, um, another question we asked the other guys: How difficult was it? for you to have conversations with the seniors on your team um, once this thing got shut down to say, hey, look, I, you know, this probably is me the last time you play, you know, college baseball. How hard was that for you and your staff to talk to those boys? Yeah, that was the most difficult thing. Obviously, uh, all of our players, all of our student athletes are impacted, but particularly our uh, we, you know, um Hey, you know what? We're having a we're having a difficult time with your phone line. So, I, I, Mitch, if you could come on the on the show real quick, yeah, she, let's retry him if we can. So, John, if we get you to hang up, and we're gonna have Mitch call you straight back. Um, Scott Holler, when when we talk to these coaches like Eddie and Scott and and John E. W. Whitewater, you can hear almost the pain when we talk to them about these seniors that they've had to have that discussion with. Right, and you know what a lot of people don't realize, maybe that aren't in the in the trenches every day with these guys, is is in most cases this is four years, you know, sometimes five if they redshirted. Yeah. Okay, so you know, I I and I feel that at the high school level, and then you know the the time, and to be perfectly honest with you, I'm lucky to be at the high school, you know, as the athletic director, so I see my guys a little bit more maybe than some coaches who you know, maybe teach at a middle school or an elementary school or whatever, maybe not even teach at all. And, and I only get per the WIA so much time with my guys and the closeness and the relationships that you build and so on and so forth. So to take that to another level of the collegiate level, you know, where you're able to have time in the fall and then you get started a full month, not you know, two weeks, but a full month before you start playing games. And then, you know, they're almost with those guys probably eight months, you know, seven to eight months out of the year. I might be off a little bit on that, but the point is for four years, you know, so those relationships and building those kids not up as only, not only up as players, but as human beings and to see them have to go out like this is uh, pretty gut wrenching. Hey, we've got John back. Um, Coach Fo, I'm looking at your, your uh, roster. There are a lot of freshmen, really a young squad, not a ton of seniors, but I would assume the seniors that, that had a lot of leadership roles uh, on that roster. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the most difficult thing. Um, you know, uh, the talent at the freshman level is good, and, and but, you know, the, the experience and the, the um, I guess the, 
the responsibility and the ability to lead, all those things come a little bit later with their with their age. So, yeah, we're going to miss their leadership along with their ability to play. Hey, Coach, how do you think this team would – and, you know, you, you, it's hard as coaches to be able to say, well, I think, you know, second half of the year we're going to be really good. But being as young as this roster was, um, how are you feeling on, on the progression and, and where this team could have gotten to by the end of the season? Yeah, I felt really good about it. And, and Scott, you know how, how it is. Um, early in my career, I tried to make some some expectations on the team, and I, I made mm-hmm. predictions, and I looked at it, and I found out that some of the years I felt we were going to be really strong, we didn't do so well. And Correct. other years yep. where... You know, I, I, I didn't expect a lot. We, we really achieved well. So I do that less and less these days, but I felt really good about this team as, as I saw them develop, you know, just in the first couple games. Uh, so I, I felt good about it. I thought we we're going to be a strong team, and, and I thought with only a smaller upperclassman, uh, you know, with only a couple of the, the upperclassmen leaving, we, we'd be strong for several years to come. Yeah. Hey, Coach, you hit it right on the head. Thanks again for coming on with us. I wanted to just kind of give the listeners out there, for those of them that know, don't know, you know, one of the things I admire about Whitewater and what, what Coach Vo has, has developed there is, and obviously going back to Jim Miller as well, Vo's uh, predecessor, was just the loyalty and the family-type atmosphere um, that is at Whitewater. And, uh, John, you want to talk a little bit about that? I mean, just starting with your staff, you know, yourself, a former alum, a two-time All-American when you played there, and then you go, you look at your staff, it's just filled with Whitewater kids. It says a lot about your program that way. Yeah, you know, the, the, the joke is we give tours are that, uh, you know, six out of our seven coaches are alums of the program. And the one that's not, the one that's not is Tom Clawwitter, and he was at least smart enough to send his son to Whitewater. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, so, so you're exactly right. You know, our motto is powered by tradition. Uh, I took over for, for my college coach, um, you know, which I love dearly. I lost him a couple of years ago to cancer. Uh, but then you really see it happening, you know, for example, in, in, in us building our new clubhouse. Um, yeah. The locker room, for example. The, the lockers were built by one alum. They were installed by a, a different alum. They were finished by a third alum. And then the locker plate, which is a metal engraving that goes on the front, was done uh, by yet a fourth alum. Wow. So, That's special. So it's, it's absolutely a part of what we try to do and preach and teach, and, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. Well, it says a lot about you. It says a lot about you, John, and obviously I've known you a long time. And, you know, obviously baseball stuff aside, you know, that that's the special thing. You know, when you can get alumni and former players, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when you guys put the lights up, that was a former alum that helped with that donation, if I remember correctly. And that yeah, was, what, 15, yeah. 15, year, that was 15 years ago now, it seems like. Yeah, another, another cool, uh, cool story, but... Uh... Uh, the player's name was Eric Baldwin. He played right field on on uh, the first national championship team years right, ago. Five, yep. And we wanted, to get, we wanted to get lights because we believed that that was necessary to host NCAA events. So I called him up, and um, he had, had moved to Vegas to become a professional gambler. And uh, after trying to discourage him, from doing that because he was a 4.0 student and everything, he ended up doing a $220,000 donation. 
Jackson makes because uh, he was he was the um, World Series of Poker uh, Player of the Year that year. So I'm glad he didn't listen to me, and uh, it does show what a what a great donation he made, and, and it made a big difference for us. Hey John, in um, the other shows I do, the football and basketball show, um, I talk to uh, college uh, coaches in your conference. Um, look, I think in all in football, basketball, and in baseball, the best Division Three conference uh, in the country as far as sports. And I'm wondering if if you have the issues that that I had as a high school basketball coach, where I had kids that I thought would fit perfect at a Whitewater or a lacrosse or Stevens Point, but kept chasing that Division Two dream and going, you know, going way up somewhere in Minnesota to be able to tell people that they had gotten a scholarship, but the scholarship turned out to be a $2,500 scholarship that they couldn't, it didn't pay for their gas. And I'm wondering, yeah. do you see that frustration as a college coach at, at, at Whitewater, that, that there's kids chasing that kind of dream to be able to just say, to get some street cred, to say that I've got some kind of scholarship? Yeah, that, that happens a lot. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not critical of that. That's, you know, they play select sports, they play high school, they, they get accolades and they want to do the very best they can. And, and getting a scholarship of any sort is, is, is a really neat thing. Um, at the end of the day, though, you're right. You know, um, sometimes financially it's not even as good a situation. And for sure, the, maybe, maybe they're at a school that doesn't have a winning tradition. So there's a number of layers and, and issues that we can talk about. It happens a lot. And, and we try to position ourselves as, as the school, you know, that, that if it didn't work out for you and you want to play at the highest level possible, at the D3, you can, you can get a Division One experience at Whitewater. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I'd put our facilities uh, against anyone out there and, and our coaching staff and, and, uh, and our education. So um, I think you're exactly right, and I, I don't get upset about it. I'm not mad about it. It just is where we are, and, and sometimes it takes a little time for those guys to, to find out that, um, you know, they can go far staying at Whitewater. They can, they, they can get a... They can follow their dream to be a pro player. They can, they can uh, win a national championship. They can play in tremendous facilities. So um, we do try to tell that story, and uh, sometimes it takes longer for some student athletes to realize it. But we're open to having that conversation with anyone who's interested. You know, and the thing, Mike, let me jump in real quick. And the thing Vo is not going to mention because he's he's being humble here is they sent they've had 30 plus guys and probably more that have signed professional contracts and have gotten drafted out of the university of wisconsin whitewater so it's ridiculous and and being a high school coach and 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 i hear all kinds of different things and about you know my kid should be at you know my kid could play at vanderbilt it's like no your kid couldn't play wherever <laughs> right. um, but my my point is you know vol's leaving out how great their their opportunity is to play professional baseball even by uh, by attending the University of Wisconsin Whitewater. Not only are you going to get that D1 experience, and you heard Coach Duffick talk about it in the last segment. Yeah, the kid goes to Oklahoma and realizes well he's the fifth third baseman that Oklahoma brought in. Okay, well now you're back here and now you're you're trying to catch on and and, and some of the schools have already moved on. So um, you know obviously yeah. what John's John's accolades and and the program's accolades speak for themselves. But they're they're going to get a, a first class high high level uh, baseball experience at Whitewater as well. Hey, hey Scott, if if yeah, I know. said, oh go go ahead, John. 
I was going to just, I was just going to say that's right on. And, and there's a lot of uh, student athletes that are at a, a tremendous Division One school, but maybe they're they're pigeonholed as the the number five starter, or maybe they're a, a relief guy, or or it's hard to get drafted if they don't see you. Yep. And now when you're behind three or four or five big arms, sometimes that's hard. And and so. Those are the players that are able to come to a whitewater and really show them them their self uh, and their abilities to the scouts, and and that's how it's worked out for us. So it's been a, it's been a good good situation. Hey guys, we're gonna get to a break. Hey Scott, before we get to a break, if I said to you, um, you had a season, you're 25, 16 and one, 15 and eight in conference, and took third in the WEAC, you would go, man, it's a pretty good year, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no. You know what? Coach Bo would be like, hey, I don't want to talk 2007. That, that's the worst year he's ever had as the baseball yeah. coach Thanks at Whitewater. That Thanks What's for that? bringing that up. Thanks for bringing that up. I hey, Bo, there are coaches all over the country that would give their left arm to go 25-16 and 16 and 15-8 and eight in, con- in this conference and take third. That's the one you would, if you could take all the years, you'd throw that one away. Look, the last few years, 35 and 12, 33 and 8, 36 and 9, 34 and 17, 44 and 7. 2005, they're at 45 and 7 and won a national championship. But, boy, I, when we get back, we should spend the rest of the, the, the whole show talking about 2007. I'm only kidding, Coach Bo. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> we'll get to a break. We'll continue talking UW-Whitewater baseball. Uh, the head baseball coach, uh, they call him Coach Bo. John Volandich, he has uh, been the UWM for a while. He's a UW, uh, UW Whitewater alum at UW Whitewater as their head baseball coach. And we'll continue our conversation with him on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coach Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek. He's also the president of the WBCA. We're joined by the head baseball coach at Whitewater. Hey, John, when when you talk about basketball, and I know that Platteville had a really good year and Stevens Point really good program. When you talk about football, it's always Whitewater and Oshkosh is right there. Can we talk a little bit about your conference and, and when you when you think about the programs in your conference, it's Whitewater and then is there a second program that that is always right up at the top with you guys? Well, you know, it's it's changed throughout my career. I, I uh, as Scott knows I'm an older coach now, and and uh, when I first started, it was us and Oshkosh really battling out, uh, and then uh, and then um, Oshkosh faded a little bit in, in Stevens Point became uh, our nemesis and then after that uh, most recently it's it's been in lacrosse uh but every school in the in the league is good and and then you know eddie's doing a great job at concordia and and there's a lot of great coaches in the state so you're always worried not only about the league but but everyone around and i think i think i'll jump in mike you know one of the things that's happened over the years is and uh 
because of the success Whitewater's had, is everyone's realized they got to work that much that much harder. You know, sure. And, um, they they've really they're chasing Whitewater. Let's be honest. They, it's, ever since Bo's been there, that's what you're doing. You're chasing Whitewater. They're they're the they're the mountaintop. That's where everybody's trying to get. And, and John's right. The, those other schools have gotten better um, and and come and gone. And obviously, there were some great rivalries there for a while uh, between Stevens Point uh, and John's Whitewater squads. But but the competition uh, has definitely improved uh, in recent years. And I think that says a lot about the quality of baseball overall in Wisconsin that it's improved. But by Whitewater yeah, still the top dog. They're they're still they're still the school everybody's chasing. Hey, Coach, looking at your, your schedule from last year and then looking at it from this year, you get a chance to, to bring these kids to some warm weather, obviously, in the beginning. Um, some great places. You're in Kentucky a little bit this year. And last year, you had a couple of nice trips. Um, that's kind of, uh, as far as team bonding and getting a chance to kind of get to know these kids and have these younger kids understand what it is to play college baseball, Um that's got to be really good experiences for, for you and your staff and for these kids. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, with, with uh, the COVID and, and money issues and funding and all that, I know some coaches have decided to, to do some different things, you know, just go only for the weekend and, and maybe go uh, just south a little bit. But for me, the, the, the pinnacle of our preparation is in Florida, and we got a really nice situation there. Quint Studer, who's an alum, is the owner of the Blue Wahoos in Pensacola. He's invited us down. I think he just recently bought the Boyd Snappers. So he's wow. that kind of guy, just a giving person, and asked us to come down and train at their facility. So um, that's that's kind of the culmination of our preparation. And I, I would never want to do anything different than that because, uh, like you said, they, they get 11, 11 days down there usually, um, and they're at a, a condo or a house, and they're together. You know, and, and we're we're on the field from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. unless we have a night game, and then it will even go longer. So I think you're exactly right. It's it's an important time for us, and and uh, that that for me is is something that will always happen as far as I'm concerned. Uh, if I'm running the program, we have to have those couple weeks of time where we're somewhere together and and um, you know building building something together. John, I've been to Pensacola twice. My, my daughter visited Pensacola Christian College, and then I was coaching my son at Calvary Baptist Basketball, and we got invited to a, um, a Christian high school tournament uh, at Pensacola Christian College. And I'll tell you, that, that area and, and, and the beach and the water there, it's just a really pretty uh, part of the country. And I love the fact that you know you guys understand the importance of having these kids spend some time together for some of them, it's the first time they're away from their parents on a trip like that, and they get a chance to be, you know, to, to watch older kids who have been part of stuff like that and how they act as gentlemen and as student athletes. And there's just so many life lessons that I think these kids learn um, from trips like that. And then plus you get a chance to go play baseball in warm weather for, yeah, for yeah. a bunch of days. And good for you for, for doing that, John. I really appreciate that. Hey, um, last question for, for you with uh, with this being now done and, and the recruiting part of it, and, and hopefully you're, you're excited about, you know, the recruiting class that you have coming in for, for next year. Um, what do you tell those couple of seniors that, that you had? Uh, they, they are going to move on now with their lives, correct? Or are they 
Um, do, do they have an opportunity if they want to stay on campus and play one more year? Can they do that? Yeah. So, so we, we had uh, four that would qualify, you know, as, as individuals that would graduate. Um, and the NCAA just, they, a while back, they, they, um, they decided that they would give everyone their season back, but the season of competition doesn't always uh, change their ability because they also need, need to be able to go to school and, and they need a semester. So, they just uh, waived all of that. So they could come back and, and go to school at our level, uh, both in the fall and in the spring, and still be eligible. Now, out of those four, I think realistically we might have one guy, maybe two that will come back. And in, in, in both cases, more than likely, they'd, they'd enter graduate school. And, you know, so they don't, we don't ever want to hold them back and, and, you know, reduce the amount of learning. But, but in their case, if they want to try to get it, they could, they could probably do it as a graduate student. So we're hoping, I'd love all of them to come back selfishly. Um, but, but, you know, you know, we're, a, we're a stepping stone for their next stage in life. And I understand that they're ready to, to, to live and, and build a career and a family. So um, we're supporting them in any way they, in any way we can. Hey, Coach, thank you so much. Uh, John Volnich, he is, uh, think about this. He's two-time NCAA Division III National Champion, two-time Division III National Coach of the Year, 10-time WEAC Coach of the Year, seven-time NCAA Regional Coach of the Year. But the biggest one, 2005 WBCA Man of the Year. That's, you know what, I, I love that. And the fact that you know, all you guys are part of the WBCA, I think is just really important. And in 2019, was put in the Racine County Sports Hall of Fame. Um, Coach, thanks a lot for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, good luck uh, getting through the spring and, and summer, taking care of that lawn. And let's hope you never have to do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know Scott already thanked the WBCA, but I want to thank both of you guys and, and everyone who works for baseball in the state and abroad. So, uh, thanks for having me on, and I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thanks you for bet. We appreciate it, buddy. You, thank right. you, Coach. Let's get to a break. Our other side of the break, Scott Holler and I will wrap it up. It's been a really good show, man. It's yep. been a really good show. I love having these college guys on. And we, Scott, to be honest with you, we could have probably gone, you know, three or four segments with each of them and started talking a little yeah. bit about fundamentals and, and practices and yep. some of the things yep. that some of the coaches listen to this show would really enjoy and uh, maybe later in the year we'll get these guys back and, and have that show. Let's get to a break. This yeah. is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Mike McGivern, my co-host, man, you did a great job setting this show up. He is Scott Holler. He is the president of the WBCA. Scott, why don't I spend this last uh, five or six minutes talking about the WBCA. Um, anything going on for the coaches that are listening that are part or want to be part of the WBCA? Uh, let's talk a little bit about trying to do some normal things in abnormal times, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess the biggest thing, since we talked about it last, is we did go ahead and cancel um, the WBCA All-Star Classic that usually takes place at the end of June. Um, we just made the decision because because of where UW Oshkosh was at in terms of not having 
kids on their campus um, till till much later in the summer. Right. That obviously put a wrench in our plans because we used the dorms there for the kids um, without being able to utilize the school facilities until July 1st. Uh, that put a damper on you know being able to utilize those those places as well. So so we decided to cancel the game itself, but we're still selecting uh, the four All Star Classic rosters as a way to honor those seniors. That, that definitely definitely would have you know made those teams and had their weekend in Oshkosh at the end of June. So so we're excited about that. Uh, our our district reps, which you know we had on earlier uh, in the show when we started a couple weeks back. Um, they're still selecting those teams and, and the kids are going to, you know, get a, a little recognition plaque. We're, we're doing something for those guys. And, uh, so we're excited about that. Other than that, there, you know, you have some travel teams and some Legion teams that are, that are out there now and, and getting going and practicing and playing. And as far as us, as a, as a fraternity of high school coaches, we, we are allowed per the WIA, um, contact days. We're getting 30 contact days that can start on July 1st. And basically what that means, it's a local control issue of how every school wants to handle it. So I guess I can speak personally at Oak Creek. What I plan on doing is um, starting July 1st, uh, pretty much at least four days a week, I'm going to be running basically a month-long spring training type situation with anyone and everyone from Oak Creek High School that wants to come out and, and get their work in. And they're going to be practices. You know, it's not just going to be coaches throwing BP and taking some ground balls. I'm going to teach the game. My assistants are going to be there. We're going to teach the game how we would. Um, probably break the kids up by grade level. And, you know, if we get to a point where I feel comfortable maybe, um, you know, doing some inner squads for sure uh, towards the end of the month or maybe even calling up a, a local school next to us uh, and seeing if they want to come and do an inner squad or um, do a scrimmage game and really highlight the seniors, uh, let the seniors put the uniform on for the last time. That's That'd my plan. Great. Um, yeah, so I'm going to talk to some local guys around us and see if we're going to do that. Yeah, and I've talked to some, and some are going to take full advantage of it, Scott, mm -hmm. and others are not. Correct. Others have, yeah. have told me, you know what, we've shut it down, and we're, we're not going to yeah. bring the balls out. We're, we're, we're done. I got kids all over the place going on vacation, playing this sport, yep. that sport. Um, but other guys are like, look, I, we're going to take – full advantage of all 30 of the days and you know what it's it there there's no right right way to do this thing i if i if i were in your shoes i i would be doing it a lot more like you are than than they are and and giving these kids a chance to get out and and you know what and practice and play and get better and, yeah. and get to work and and I, the other part before we got to get out of here i'm really happy that you guys are still nominating and still naming the all-stars yeah. Because, uh, look, they might not be able to play in the game, but 10 years from now, when they have right. that plaque, they're going to be able to say, look, I, we didn't get a chance to play. Let me tell you, it was happening back then, but yeah. I, I made that team. I, I was yeah. an all-star, and, and I commend you for doing that. Yeah, and that was that was kind of a no-brainer. The whole executive board yep. was on was on board with that decision. And, and you're right, they've earned it. Um, and they, they've earned the right to be able to say that they were part of that game. Yeah, I agree. Hey, um... With, with the kids that you're you're gonna have and be able to practice with for 30 days, what what, what is there an excitement level for them to just say, look, I this is great because I'm gonna be able to get out of the house and go play a little baseball. Well, I sure 
I sure hope so, you know, and, and I look at it a couple ways. I'm probably going to for sure do Tuesday through Thursday because I do want to respect my kids that are able to go play on their travel team. So you this way they can get some extra work in. I'm probably going to go 8 a.m. to noon or something like that and stagger it by class or however we're going to do it. But, no, I think my guys are excited, and I'm excited, and my coaching staff's excited. we got to teach these freshmen up. Um, yep. You know, yeah, they do they do a lot of skill things and whatnot at their, at their local academies, and obviously once they get outside, they're learning the game from those coaches and by all means but i need to teach them how we do things at oak creek you know i need i need to i need to make sure they're knowing our bunt rotations they need to know our defensive rotations they need to know our pick plays so we got a lot of coaching to do um because now they're going to come back next year as sophomores i got to have them ready to go hey scott sorry i uh i i told eddie morgan that you'd be willing to get in the batter's box against that kid that's throwing yeah you told you told duffick or duffick yeah 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 Yeah, sorry that uh, because he's been texting me saying you tell holler to come on over as soon as this kid gets in town (laughs) no he didn't say any of that yeah that's awesome hey great show today show it really was man i appreciate you know these three college coaches taking their time out of their day to talk uh, some baseball with us hey scott thanks again have a good weekend Okay, Mike, you too, buddy. You got it. Thanks for listening. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.